Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, uh, I'm here. <laughs> and I'm and, here. <laughs> and uh, Phil Campbell's here. <laughs> Miss Ann is gallivanting, and so is Rufus. But he did call in early this morning. and uh, yeah, I, am, I am here and there. Here and there and everywhere. I think that was a Beatles song that uh, yeah. we'll have to play that. But uh, <clears throat> Pam Beck, excuse me, Pam Beck is here. Hey, Pam. Good morning. I'm so glad Phil's here. Hey, Pam. I'm so glad you're here. Phil, you are here, aren't you? <laughs> I'm here. Okay. Well, I am I, definitely here. I need some security <laughs> this morning. You can tell when Phil's here because uh, people are smacking in the background. Jason in there has already wolfed down uh, some kind of something. I don't know what, uh, but uh, Brother Rufus, uh, good to hear you this morning. You're, uh, you're all technically off today, but... I think you've told me that in, in the past that politicians, many of them, are off anyway. <laughs> Slightly. Rufus, Rufus, you're off every day, right, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> you and I. Yes, and I uh, uh, think you ought to name that Rufus the Rooster. All right. Well, it's it's, it's so named Rufus the Rooster, if I can say it right. <laughs> listen he's he's been working i mean i've been using uh rufus's <laughs> assistance here for, for along with jerry colonna for uh i don't know since back in the 80s almost since the show came on uh i may have used it when i was disc jockeying on saturday morning as a matter of fact so i i don't know i can't remember that far back <laughs> Uh, so uh, I I have uh, Phil and I were talking. There are some things blooming out there that I'm excited about. Except that uh, when I see the Okami cherries, it means that things are going to get warmer, and I kind of like the cool weather. But the Okami cherries are blooming. They are. I love Okami cherries, and the Edgeworthia is uh, at least in my yard. Uh, I may be behind. I don't know. Edgeworthia is blooming, and the Daphne. Yeah, and I landscape. saw I saw just a few blooms left on the uh, Prunus mume, the one that we have there at the um, at the um, nursery. So I guess they're just hanging on. I um, guess so. Melissa said she saw something that looked like a cherry, that but it was a lighter color mm-hmm. than the Okami. So I mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, would, Pam, you got any cherry or Rufus? You got any cherry trees blooming in your yard? No, but I'm I'm uh, always pushing the quince bush that that thing starts blooming as early as anything about as about as early as the prunus mume and it's still blooming especially the the red one so i'm i'm a great advocate of adding to your winter repertoire <laughs> the uh uh well the quince yeah the quince there's someone in red oak it's north of Nashville, who used, I haven't passed it in a long time, but they had a hedge of quince that had to be about 100 yards long. It wow. had to be the length of a football field. Wow. And that was that was spectacular. Really, I had to stop stop my car, and uh, it, was, it was unfortunate because I stopped uh, four or five people behind me, but it uh, it was spectacular. It really was. Well, you know, I think it, it must be one of the toughest shrubs around because – 
We got one. Carlton dug one up somewhere when he was helping a friend of ours way back in the day, right after we built our house. We didn't even have our yard. We didn't have anything in our yard. It had just been a like a watermelon field before we built our house. And so there was nothing. And we put that quince. It's an old-timey one, and we put it out right at the corner of the where we thought the corner of the yard would be. And um, that bush is still there. It still blooms every year. And, of course, like I said, it's an it's one of the oldie goldies. But um, it must be as tough as nails. <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. uh, it's, it's well, so hard. The structure hardy. of it looks, looks pretty tough, too. Yeah. It looks like you don't <laughs> yeah. want to run into I wouldn't that. Wanna, um, I wouldn't want to <clears> try to walk through that. Yeah. So, uh, Pam, you got uh, any Okami cherries or Edgeworthy? Or no, I I did I don't have the cherries, and I lost my Prentice Mume, unfortunately, to yeah. probably to boars. Yeah, yeah, that's I uh, I've lost two of them to that. Quince. I yeah, yeah, I agree with uh, Rufus and Phil about quince. I've got an old Texas Scarlet Red that uh, always blooms reliably, but the one that started earliest for me this year is the contorted. The t- it's, I think it's Toyo Noshiki. Um, it's the three-colored one. It's pale pinks and darker pink and white, and it's very contorted and twisted, and it's a beautiful plant. It, is, anyway, are those colors um, all on the same plant? Yes, all on the same flower. Um, each flower wow. has that, that variation in it, and uh, it's, it's that three colors, <coughs> and it's so pretty. Well, Phil, we, we must order one of those. Yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was thinking the same thing. I'll have to try to see if we can find that. <clears throat> now, now, give us a yeah, name of it again, Pam. It's really, yeah, it's really twisted. <laughs> kind of like uh, some of the people on this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of. Like Harry Lauder's walking but, stick. Yeah. Yes. We have yes, some of those, I have by the way. this opposite a Harry Lauder's walking stick. Um, for that very reason, Rufus, you you and I are are so like minded. It's amazing. But um, for those of you who like something with a little bit more interest in it, that's a that's a really good one. It's a contorted, and I will double check for you the spelling on that that name. Okay. Um, while we're on the air here, yeah. I love the the Harry Louder walking stick. We have some of those. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I we have one in. that I uh, planted at ninety eight. I planted it the week that Gary Dornberg died. Oh. Because uh, oh. that's Gary's tree, so it's a a, a Dornberg walking stick uh, for me. Uh, he Gary was one of the funniest people I've ever known, but uh, he could have cared less about plants. So, I, you know, Harry Lauder was a British comedian and carried yeah. a walking stick made from from that tree. Um, what's the tree? I'm trying to think it's of it. It's a filbert. Filbert, yeah, it's, filbert. It's, what a great name for a comical tree, a filbert. But uh, so that's that's uh, in my yard, and, and it's, it's gotten fairly large. I don't know how large they're supposed to get, but uh, that, that it really when the leaves are off of it is when it's at its best. Yep. You can hang a Christmas okay. ornaments in it. Mm-hmm. And I did find it. It is Toyo no Shiki, and it's T O Y O hyphen Nishiki N I S. H I K I, and it is um, a contorted, three colored, and I think the Toyo Noshiki. I think that means three colored in in Japanese, but it is um, it's fairly slow growing. Um, it will sprout from the bottom, and it does come true. Yeah, you know, you can find babies sometimes off of this, 
but it is contorted and it's it's lovely. It's going to get about three or four feet tall. Yeah, and, what and I, taller I, than that. I see a large. I, I'm trying to find a contorted photo of it. The blooms are are outstanding. They're really pretty. It's it's very delicate looking. It's um it's very soft. It would look great with prunus mumei. Wow. Well, Rufus, we'll, uh, we'll have to find well, you one like of these. I'm the only one that has a, a livable <clears throat> Prunus Mume, which is about 10 years old, that I got from Uh huh. And I planted it in a, <clears throat> a rough spot that was sort of ridgy. I, 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 it's just it's flourished. Yeah. It's, it's well, about I, 30. Well, it, it goes on 25 feet tall. That's great. Yeah, it must really like it there yeah. because uh, they they aren't very long lived. No, they get bores, and they, as Pam said, and they do have some drainage issues. I think because the one we had at the uh, retail center before we moved, um, it it would get a lot of water when we watered the plants. Yeah. So I think it probably mm-hmm. it it just finally gave up. Wow, that's a shame. The last yep. one I had was kind of a darker pink, and had a really nice fragrance. Yeah. So. Uh, I do have uh, photos of it, but it didn't really last but a few years. It lasted less than 10 years. Lasted. <clears throat> uh, the one before that, uh, I think, lasted longer. It was not as pretty. Uh, the, uh, but th- th- those are so many. Uh, there's so many things. Yeah, they plants don't know what to do right now. I don't know when when, <laughs> when is when is a prunus mume supposed to be. I mean, is is it December, January? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but I think I, I think December is when I saw saw most of them blooming. Yeah. This year. I'm gonna check on uh, I'm gonna check on getting that plant for you, Rufus. The um, I think she's working on it yeah, right now. Yeah, I am. I'm checking with one of my guys right now. As a matter of fact, uh, let me give a shout out to this really kind lady, um, Edwina Irwin. She is in Cary, and she listens all hey, the time. Hey, Edwina, how are you? And she is actually <laughs> the mom of Alan, um, who uh, has Panther Creek Nursery. Oh, and so wow. that's well, who I'm going to check in with. I know she's proud of him. <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah. And we, uh, you know, Alan's a great friend, and his mom is just, she's a dear person, a dear, dear person, and listens to us. And um, did, she, did he get his love for plants <laughs> from her? I must have yeah. because she really loves it. She'll take a poinsettia and keep it all year and just good for I mean her. she's really good. She's just uh a kind person and we, we just love her. Oh great. All right. Yeah. Well, love people. Edwina, good morning to yep. you. Yeah. Yep. All of us. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Uh what else uh, has been blooming in your yard, uh, Rufus? Oh my goodness. Besides the well, clients. a lot of daffodils have come up already, and uh, uh, I'm getting the notion that with this crazy weather, that our uh, osmanthus is going to bloom again. That's yeah, I, I don't I doubt that. They, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what the definitive answer is when somebody says, well, how much will it bloom? I said, well, as much as it wants to, because I've seen it bloom as many as three and maybe four times a year. Yeah. I have to. All of a sudden, you just you smell something that smells really sweet, and then you look up, and there it is. <laughs> and you, it used to be just during the fall. Yeah. It's like it's hybridized yeah. or something. It's, uh, it's, it's changed a bit. But for the good, it's kind of like the encore azaleas that have been 
you know, I had one bloom all fall out there, so or several of them. So that's a good investment in, yeah. in some plants. Uh, plus, they uh, both of those plants seem to be uh, pretty hardy. I'm still looking at this uh, this Toyo Nishiki uh, flowering quince uh, contorted. <clears throat> still haven't found a really good photo of it contorted, but the blooms are just spectacular. I just love this. Pam, I'm so glad that um, Rufus brought up quince and you – you told us about this. Now I'm going to have to dig up something. It's a, it's oh, absolutely. A, it's a great plant. It <laughs> All right. really is. I cannot say enough about it. It is thorny. You know, some questions yeah, are no, more thorny I've, than others. I've, I've run into one before. <laughs> and we, we're on a first. In more ways than one. We're on a first name basis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to be careful when you, when you uh, weed under it. But other than that, <laughs> it's, it's a great plant. It really is. Good gracious. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. Mike Rayley here. Uh, Phil Campbell's with us. Pam Beck, Brother Rufus. Uh, we'll be back. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> uh, everybody, everybody's clear. Everybody clear their voice. Yes. Good. <clears throat> that doesn't do me any good. I, I got, uh, boy, I got frogs this morning. Uh, but uh, at any rate, Mike Rayley here with the Weekend Gardener. Hope everybody's well. Hope everybody uh, turned their heat on last night because it. Uh, you better it turn little, it on tonight. It's a little chilly. It's be about twenty three or four. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, it's going to get uh, really chilly tonight. So I don't know what is that going to affect anything, uh, Rufus, Pam. Uh, do you think? Well, I, I have this theory that after I take in my my summer plants. Anything that won't survive didn't belong on the plate. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I mean, plants are quite an investment, but you got to be tough to be in my yard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, survival of the fittest out there. But I tell you something that I we didn't discuss that I think really needs attention right now. Our witch hazels, that is the most magnificent thing in my garden right now is I've got a sunburst witch hazel which has been blooming for weeks, is probably at peak this week. And it's a magnificent yellow that when the sun hits it in the morning or late in the afternoon, it just seems to glow from within. The only drawback with this one is, um, is that it does have leaves that persist. Some witch hazels will push their leaves off better than this one does. But I will forgive it for that because it has been in the ground for years. I never do a thing to it. Don't fertilize, lime, irrigate, or anything like that. And that plant is a real winner. And I know, Phil, you probably have some colors in some of the witch hazels out there at the garden center, don't we you? We do. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I was about to say, <clears throat> excuse me, if I can get my throat clear. Uh, we do, and we have... Uh, we do have the uh, witch hazel, and it's showing really good color right now. We probably have, I'm, I'm not bragging, but we probably have the best selection of shrubs and trees right now uh, that we have ever had at the nursery. And um, 
and they look really good and they're out a lot of them are outside we did bring the witch hazel out we brought the um harry lauder's walk stick out we brought all that out we've got um we've got lots of different cherries uh we did bring our we ha- we were able to get fruit trees this year we'll talk about that a little more but yes the witch hazel is gorgeous it is just beautiful yeah i'm looking at the sunburst right now that is spectacular isn't it a pretty color it's it's um it's somewhere it's i would call it a darker deeper yellow mm-hmm. than gold you know it's not quite as gold as some of them are but do you have one that's called yelena and it's um it's almost a almost a cinnamon orange do i have that i am yeah. not positive i'll check with uh i'm not sure what's We've sold a lot of shrubs, fortunately. Uh, I will check with Dan uh, when he gets in, and 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 I'll let you know. I'll check with him. He'll... Thank you, because I'm looking for one for my daughter. Okay. I'm looking uh, right now. I don't know if you anybody's heard of this one. Jelena, J-E-L-E-N-A. Yeah, it's, it's pronounced Yelena. Um, Yelena? Like J-E-L-A-N-A. Yeah, it's a, Yelena. It's a man's. It was named for his wife. But oh, okay. Um, Yelena. Isn't it beautiful? But it, yeah, it has a little bit of yellow in it, but it's mainly orange. It's got several different uh, types of orange in there. Hey, we're going to be back after the news. I'm going to sit here and look at uh, this beautiful plant. More coming up. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, Miss Ann's not here, but Brother Rufus is, and we got Pam Beck, and we got uh, Brad in Wake Forest. Hey, Brad. Hey, thanks for having me this morning. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Hi. How can we help you? I uh, I have some azaleas um, that are usually late blooming azaleas, but they've just gotten so large, and I wanted to know when is a good time for me to to cut them back. They're about three or four feet tall, and I'd like to get them back to about a foot and a half, two feet. Azaleas, huh? Well, I wouldn't do it right now. <laughs> no. Because you oh, won't, okay. you won't, it, won't, it won't be blooming. <laughs> what type of azaleas are they? Are they encore, or are they something? Well, I don't know, but they have the larger pink flowers on them. They're not the smaller flowers. It's the larger pink flowers. And they, bl- they just bloom in the spring. Well, they're, they they bloom late. They're later blooming. In fact, they'll bloom into November, and if it's nice, they'll bloom into December, but they they won't start blooming until probably later spring. Well, they might be on Corazayas then. I, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, or some some type of of uh, you know blooming, twice blooming. Pam, Rufus, y'all. Anything about yeah, um, well, Brad? Hi, I'm also in Wake Forest, so it warms my heart to know I'm helping a neighbor. Um, <laughs> one thing about these is, if it's an encore, um, if you cut it now, it will remove the blooms that you're going to see in the spring, mm-hmm. and it might behoove you to wait until after it blooms and then do the cutting because um, if you cut it right now too, you're going to be left with a lot of bare sticks. And um, it's not going to be very pretty. That's that's a big problem with these. The other thing okay. is, is it sounds like it sounds like if you want to get something down to about one one and a half feet, that you might consider lifting those azaleas, moving them somewhere else where they can grow and enjoy their shape, and planting a different variety. There is a, an azalea called Gumpo, G U M P O azaleas, 
They bloom only once, but they bloom late. They bloom um, usually about May, and they stay very low in mounding. And they come in whites and pinks, and and um, I'm sure Phil can can fill you in more on what she's probably experienced at her place. But gumpos are a good substitute if you want a very low-growing azalea. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, I've got about probably a dozen of these azaleas um, that I'd have uh-huh. to uh, replace. Um, but they I've seen pictures before. I've only owned the house for about five years, and I've seen pictures of the backyard when they were really small, and it just looks so good. And now they've gotten so yeah. big that I'd like to see if I can get them back to that stage. But it sounds yeah. like uh, I might be better off just replacing them. Rufus, that's the deal. When you when I, you get a brand new plant, <laughs> it looks so nice, and oh, you yep. can put them, you can put them all over, and get nice and colorful. But then they get big, and and you you oh, can't yeah. you can't see anything on the other side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They get kind of unruly. Describing, <laughs> and and mine make a perfect bound. They they are about a foot and a half tall, fam, and have they stayed that way for about five years? So I guess mm-hmm. I guess that's about it, isn't it? That's yep. how yes, they're going to grow. Are they pretty reliable bloomers, Rufus? Oh, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, the only trouble is they're not they're not on for. I I won't buy anything now that azalea uh, that won't bloom twice. <clears throat> yeah, I just I just love the encores or or uh, there there are other brands but uh yeah that type but the gumpo sounds like it might be good for you but don't don't touch them right now brad okay <laughs> all right i'll wait till so i'm here you, you said wait till they bloom and when the blooms are are gone then it's okay to trim them yeah yes, yeah right right after okay. they bloom now pam is there anything that uh, brad seems to want to prune something is there something he can prune today <laughs> <laughs> well, Brad, this week, uh, Mike and I went a little bit crazy with the pruners. We even got out the electric hedge trimmers. And if you really, really, really have to go after something right now, anything that's an evergreen shrub that needs shaping, uh, we attacked our boxwoods uh, out there in the garden, the Korean boxwoods, not the English, but the the old, uh, the ones that grow really rapidly, we got them into nice little green meatballs again. Um, oh. You can also uh, go after ligustrum. Uh, we did some trimming on some of our hollies right now. Is a good time. Uh, it's about six weeks until our last uh, frost, so this is uh, when Nelsa usually says, "Go for it." Uh, the other thing is, is if you have any ornamental grasses, um, I got into those. And we did so. We've already got a lot of of new growth coming up through them. It's yeah. kind of scary, uh, but I did take those back. And uh, so, if you really got to get the clippers out, that would be something to do. That yeah, sounds great. I've actually I've actually got some small some purple shrubs. I don't know what kind they are, but they you can, I cut them back about two years ago to the ground, and they're already uh-huh. about four feet high, and they need to be trimmed back again. Wow. Probably lure pedlum if they have kind of an oval-shaped small leaf and they're perpetually purple. They don't they don't um, yep. seem to shed. And the lure pedlum, like your azaleas, unfortunately, um, a lot of them get a lot bigger than what we want. There are some low-growing varieties, and again, your better garden centers would have some of the ones that are closer to the height that you might want, rather than fighting constantly with the pruning um sometimes if you can just replace them with the right plant in the right place 
it might it might make your life a little bit happier in the garden. That sounds great. Thank you. I, that's exactly what I'm going to do because these grow so fast. I can't hardly keep up with them. <laughs> Rufus, there was something else. You were kind of drowned out. There was something else that you said um, uh, you know, a minute or so ago. Well, that's in the that's in the archives. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't, I don't in, remember it. Oh, me neither. It's I, in file thirteen, right? It was way <laughs> on back there. It was like Rufus, but Brad, thank you very much for calling. Yes, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You guys have a good day. You too. You too. Bye. Okay, bye. It's got a, uh, it says three attachments. I got the amaryllis here. Uh, Susan sent, uh, says, uh, thank you to WPTF and Wild Birds Unlimited. Hi, Mike, Ann, Rufus, Pam, Gerald, Phil, Nelta, and all the other Gardner guests, sponsors and listeners, and Wild Birds Unlimited. Thank you for your gift of Gardner Gab and Rufus reminiscing every Saturday morning. I was the winner of Wild Birds oh, Unlimited wow. cylinder feeder and 25-pound bag of no-mess bird seed. Wanted to share a few pictures. She sent uh, seed and feeder and me, she says, uh, her, uh, in a photo of uh, their amaryllis, and et cetera. And I did get the amaryllis. That's beautiful amaryllis. Uh, the feeder and seed was very exciting win for me, and I appreciate you all doing this for your listeners. Bird watching went to a different level for me during the pandemic, as it did for mm-hmm. many people. Uh, thank you for sharing, uh, Susan. P.S. I am a super longtime weekend gardener listener, so there is no way I can acknowledge everyone or everything, but I'd like to give a quick shout out. Not a comprehensive list. Uh, Rufus has given me a rose of Sharon. Gerald has uh, given me a tie-dye tomato. Phil gave me bee balm and many discounted plants. Nelson gave me my uh, mom chicken wings. Me and my mom (laughs) chicken wings. All right. Uh, I like food. That's uh, not counting all the knowledge that uh, you and Ann and Pam have passed on. What is that, please? What? Mom's chicken wings. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I read it wrong. Nelsa gave me and my mom chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a brand. It's, it's not something. It's not something. It's not anything we have to eat. <clears throat> but every, <laughs> right we, all of our gardeners, all of our, uh, all the folks, the gang here are very generous people. So, Susan, thank you very much. What a nice, nice uh, email. Uh, I hope you don't mind me reading it. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much. We wanted to share that. 919-860-9783. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Hey, we're back. We're back. Yeah, Mike Riley here. Miss Clapp is probably beaching it. Oh, you know, just living the life. So uh, she'll be. She'll be back with us next week, I believe. Uh, Alan told me they'll. You know, Mike, I've got a, a burning question. Burn, burn <laughs> away, brother. I've got both Phil and Pam there. Fatsia, F-A-T-C-S-I-A. Yeah. What a terrible name for a plant. you got to admit. <laughs> they have been there for years. Yes. It has the weirdest bloom. Yeah, but, but it does. But very tropical. 
And I, I it, it reminds me of the, the the coronavirus symbol when I look at it. What what is what is the fascia? Yeah, it looks very tropical too. It does in the landscape. But you, you know, voles. I've I mean, planted. I like to leave. I've planted one twice. Plant well, not the same one, but I planted two plants. Yeah. And the voles got both of them. Really? They really like that plant for some reason. Huh. But I love the the, the plant. There's a uh, there's some over on um, Academy Street beside a restaurant. There's several of them. Mm-hmm. But they look very tropical. They, they look do. like a house, a big house plant. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So Pam, uh, Phil, what do y'all think? Well, go ahead, Phil, and then I'll fill in. What well, I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> Our, um, I won't say the gas company's name, but they let us run out of gas when it got down to 15. <laughs> and the Fatsia. Just the, get, him in, get in your cheap shots wherever that's you it. can. The Fatsia um, was in the greenhouse because we were protecting it somewhat. And it was in there with the houseplants because it looks like one. Anyway, it survived. And um, it just got a little bit burned on the top leaves. So I was very impressed with that. And um, then we had the lemon trees in there. And for those who don't, you know, take their lemon trees in, uh, if you don't get it in on time, the lemon trees survived the 15. Now, they've dropped their leaves, but they're coming back out. So that's my two cents. Go ahead and talk about some more, some more about Fatsia. I love it. I, I think it's a great plant. Um, it is from Japan. It does have that wonderful tropical look. It is an evergreen with a very big, broad leaf. Um, Rufus described those uh, little inflorescence that come up in, in December. They're not so little, As looking Pam. like COVID virus. Um, I think they look a lot like Sputnik. Do you, you know, remember that little Russian yeah. satellite? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, very much like, yeah, button, button flower, that kind of thing. It's white. When it flowers, the bees do come and, and visit it. Um, Fatsia comes in solid greens, but there's also some variegated forms of that, too. Right. It can be tender if we have a very cold snap, as, as Phil said. You might get some burn, but it usually comes back. Now, I have had deer grazing on one of my variegated Fatsias. They took it down to the ground, but now that we've got the deer fence closed up, um, it is coming back. Well. Wow. Yeah. There, is yeah. there any other other color of bloom or whatever that thing is you call is as big as a paint bucket? Now I have I have one that is at least six feet wide and six feet tall. Wow, that good is gracious! Yeah, God, great. I wish I I love them. They they really add uh, kind of a, a tropical look to the. Yeah, to the, the ones uh, that we have right now are at least three feet tall, so they're they're really pretty. So. And if I'm not mistaken, it blooms twice a year. Good gracious. Um, mine seems to only do it in December. In December? I, I've, I've got two blooms. Huh. And it's, it's really cold. Wow. It's really cold hardy, Rufus, obviously. It, it Absolutely. Is. I've, I've, yeah. It's been down to 10 before. Never. I, I don't even have any blue, any burn on it. Yeah. Wow. How yeah, about so that? I just think it's an interesting plant that most people don't have when when i say something about fat here they say well how much weight are you going to lose and I, 
<laughs> I mean, it's just it's just a it's just a terrible name. Yeah. I don't know uh, who Mister Fatsio was, but I'm sure he has a he has a complex of some type. Hey, uh, Rex. Rex is in Goldsboro. Hey, Rex. How are you? We're fine. How can we help you, my friend? Um, one of the ladies there mentioned a shrub that she planted out at the corner of their lot when she moved there. It seemed to be interesting, but I did not catch the name of that. It's a quince, but yeah. it's, it's the old-timey quince. It has an orangey colored bloom on it and uh but there's a lot of different colors of quince now uh, that you can get and uh this one's just <laughs> it's just as tough as it can be though i mean it's been it's probably been hit by the lawnmower it's probably been hit by my my uh, uh employees with their cars it's done it's it's in a terrible place but it just keeps hanging on and i just refuse to move it yeah, there we were talking originally. <clears throat> excuse me, Rex, about a uh, a hybrid variety that's contorted, and it has it actually has three different colors of of flower on it, and uh, so that's that's kind of how it got started. But Ruf, start Rufus, uh, sorry, yes, quince. Start with a Q. I was trying to Q. Yes, yes, it is. I'm sorry, quince. Q U I N C E. I got you. And it's uh, it's easy to find at a good garden Very, center. Uh, I have one call. It's it's salmon colored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that well, my favorite one is that old fashioned, okay, dark ruby colored one that Phil's talking about. Yeah. And okay. It's, it's so, uh, so well, I'm glad you answered that. I got one more question, and I'll let you, you roll. Have got a, a full garden? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody needs a quince. So so uh, Rex, what was your other question? Do you know where we can find any cucumbers that do not require pollination? Who? I don't know. Phil, have you run into any of the? I know. You, of course, you don't sell seed. We do sell some. Oh, seed. you do sell sell some. Yeah, seed? we've oh, got okay. we've got a selection of seed. Um, what What do you think on that one? Uh, Pam, Pam, have you have you run into anything I, like that? I'm I'm bewildered um, because normally for a a plant to fruit, the female has to be fertilized um, some some way. There has to be some but, kind of pollination going on. Are you hoping to grow your cucumbers under, say, a, a, in a greenhouse or a tunnel or something? They'll be grown outside in the spring through the summer. Well, then they'll get, they'll get pollinated. They'll, yeah, they will. That's. I'm just sitting here thinking back when we yeah. just grew one kind of cucumber, we always had cucumbers. So, the yeah, yeah the, the blooms, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, there's female and male blooms on all the plants, right, Pam? Right. And so... Uh, not on all plants. No, 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 no but on cucumbers. Parts. There should be. On cucumbers, I believe so. Yes. There, there is uh, one, uh, if I can read the Parthenu, Parthenocarpic. Parthenocarpic cucumbers are cucumber varieties which don't require pollination to produce cucumbers. Sometimes described How's as that? self-pollinating, this is technically not true. Unpollinated female flowers will still produce fruit, and, and mm. because they are not pollinated, you also get seedless cucumbers hmm. so it's uh well that would be partheno partheno carpic 
I just didn't. I just didn't know who might have them. Well, they're they're uh, self-pollinating cucumbers. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> That's a good. Maybe somebody will call us and and tell us. But I think I think it's probably something you're going to have to. You may have to order the the seeds from um, mm-hmm. from somebody else. Um, I've just had a problem with pollination in my area. Right. Well, yeah, I, you know there there aren't a lot of know, bees. A lot of people, and I know this is this is kind of a little bit touchy, but they'll they'll go around and shake the um, shake your vines a little bit, or either. Yeah. Yeah. And this is this is really uh, tedious, but you can take like a Q-tip or something right. like that and go from blossom to blossom because that's what bees do. And that's right. how they get pollinated. But regs make up a good story for your neighbors in case they see you doing that. Oh, I'll have to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was familiar with the, you doing the Q-tip thing. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Ann's talked about that a lot over the years. Yeah, another thing you can do is uh, to attract bees, if you've got them, or wasp or whatever they use, is spraying sugar water on them. Oh, okay. Mm. Great idea. How about that? You know, or, or either plant some flowers close by. Yeah, something that's sweet that'll draw their attention. Right on. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Rex, hey. Rex, have you ever called us before? I have. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's I, I great. recognize that voice. Enjoy your show. Yeah, we appreciate well, it. Uh, give our best to everybody down there in Goldsboro. Will do. All right. You have a great day, my friend. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, uh, we're going to talk to Rich after the news, right after the news here on WPTF. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Phil Campbell. Bam Beck is with us. Of course, Brother Rufus uh, is uh, with us this morning. And uh, Ann Clapp is off today. She's uh, off somewhere. We're not sure where. May be on a secret mission. Never know with Ann. All those, all those degrees she has. Yep. She may have one in spies, spy yeah. culture. Uh, but at any rate, we're, we'll be back, I think. Unless Mr. Curtis says no, we'll be back.